This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go on a Monday podcast. Al says the computer's rolling, so we begin. What's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. Yes, we are rolling. I jotted down, Jerry, a number of notes from today's program. Ooh, I like this. This is actually a real description of the podcast. Yes, uh, things that came up on the show. All these are non Most of these, I believe, are non-sports related. Yeah. Things that came up on the show, and I want to see where you stand on these All things, right. Jerry. Uh, one thing Boomer brought up. Uh, he went to a funeral, I think, over the weekend. He said he was back in uh, his old stomping grounds of East Islip. But he brought up uh, the the funeral procession, which is, uh, I guess, all the cars going from the church, is that right, to the where the person's going to be buried. And what we do now is everyone puts their headlights on and everyone drives in a row and and as uh, somebody who's driving around at that time, you're supposed to let the entire funeral right. procession go. Have respect. They run red lights. They run this to me because I've been in a funeral procession, as I'm sure you have. Yeah, of course. Seems extremely dangerous. It's not great. It's not great, especially when you when it involves highways or more high-speed roads other than local roads. I think it depends. Some of them actually have police escorts. Yes. Which does make it a little easier. For sure. Without that, though, it's very confusing. Very sometimes, confusing. Also, cars put their hazards on. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's a car that doesn't have their hazards on, yep. so is the procession over? Can I go now? Right. Then two cars later, the hazards are back on. Yeah, I I, I don't love it to me. If you know where the cemetery is, just find yes. your way to the cemetery. GPS it. Right. Because so many drivers that are not in the funeral procession are so oblivious to what's going on, they have no idea what's going on. Sure. We see, and it must time out, when I leave here at 11 o'clock oh, on a lot of days, they go through the Holland Tunnel, these funeral processions. So there, there must be some sort of timing somewhere near here where it happens often. And sometimes 30, 40 cars are going. And I got to be honest, I do not respect the funeral procession. Oh, right then? Because I say, listen, you're getting on a highway, you're going through, No. Just, just get to the to the place of burial. Meet us there. It is very dangerous when you're yeah. on a highway, and that procession's rightly so in the right lane because right. they're going very fast. But you need to exit. I gotta get out. Like, then what? Right. Well, you cut someone off and you right. get off, but it's tough. We've got to end that. We have. It's we've had we've had a we've actually stopped and waited at the Holland Tunnel for literally thirty cars to go by sometimes. Right. And it's like, what are we doing? And then what? Because when they get out, they have to choose turnpike right. or one and nine. Then it's a complete mess. All Who's the cars. Pay the tolls? Who's going to go the other way? And then a lot of times it's people not familiar with the area, right? So yeah. they're here for the funeral. Oh, yeah, it's it's difficult. So let's put an end to that. How do we stop that? Who do we write to? The governor Murphy? Uh, I don't know the answer. For all of New Jersey, but then we we'll have know. to talk to the governor. Look at this York. way. You could be the person that's in the first car. Right. Yeah. Dead. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want that. That's so, fair, Jerry. We could always just take a deep breath and say, you know what? Another three minutes ain't going to kill me. You know what? 
at least I'm not the guy in the car. I do, I do when I go by the car with the body in it. Yeah, I do nod to it. You do. Yeah, I would think a moment of silence. Well, it, and a nod. Yeah, that's okay. what I try to do. I mean, if the radio's on, I keep it on, but I'll go. Rest in peace. That's your respect. I'll mumble rest in peace. Will you really? Yeah. Rest in peace. That's very nice of you. You don't say R.I.P. And I like to see the name. They put the name on the they car? They do. They put the name on really? uh, in the window. Never realized that yeah. before. That's kind of creepy. What if you get into a car accident with... like? I'm sure it's happened. Right. Where funeral processions <clears throat> cause an accident? I'm sure it's happened. Uh, weird things like that do happen. When my sister got married, now my grandfather passed away in... I don't even know when. My sister got married in 89. I was in high, He probably passed away sometime in the late 90s, I would say. Mid to late 90s. I don't remember exactly. And he was, he had horrendous arthritis. He was paralyzed waist down. And towards the end, all he had was basically, he had no, no legs below his knees. And his right arm didn't work. His left arm was paralyzed, but he could move it a little. And he just lived in a nursing home. And all he loved was his San Francisco Giants, his San Francisco 49ers, and his Marlboro Reds. And he was a happy guy. I've never seen a guy who couldn't move, and his, he was resigned to a bed for years and years. But as long as he had his games, he was fine. And so fly him out for the wedding, which he was, which he used to, we used to fly him out. My parents used to fly him out every summer anyway to come at least hang out and see everybody for a couple weeks. And so came out for the wedding, and they ordered one of those medic vehicles to get him around on the wedding day so that... My parents didn't have to do any of that. Wouldn't you know, the medic vehicle got into a car accident because the driver had a diabetic shock. The driver did? And he drove right off the road and hit a telephone pole. My grandfather was fine. He ultimately was okay. They were all strapped in and everything. But we get to the we get to the banquet hall for my sister's wedding. He's not there. He was supposed to be the first one there. Oh, 20 minutes goes by, half hour goes by. There's no cell phones. Really, in the 90s, I don't think. No. You might have had one, but. It was special. Long Long story short, my dad left and went and retraced the car and found him with the police. So I, it happens, you yeah. know. I'm sure procession accidents happen. Sure, you know, procession accidents. Yeah, I'm sure. Another thing that came up during the program, uh, Gio mentioned that he has a hard time seeing food go to waste. Yes, I, I did that, hear this. That uh, he will, if his wife is uh, eating dinner and she doesn't finish her meal, he will finish it because he doesn't want it uh, to go in the garbage. If he sees... Uh, a fruit with a protective skin like a tangerine in the garbage. Sure. He will take it out of there and eat it. Uh, this is something that's happened to me recently where I hate to see food being wasted. Sure. And I originally put it for me, well, you know, you and I both watch a lot of these food documentaries. Yes. And when you see what has to happen for a piece of it chicken. It is some process. It is some process. And then for it to then be thrown out. Yeah. Do you feel that way with your food, or are you I okay do. I with mean, it? I, I hate throwing stuff out, yeah. but at the end of the day, if stuff's gone bad, I mean, I will try exhaust every opportunity to save it. For instance, you have turkey or ham, I mean, the cold cut, like boar's head, for a week, it starts to get a little mealy. Yeah. At that point, what I will try to do is make omelets with the meat, because then you fry it and cook it, and then put the eggs in. So at least you can kind of eat it that way. But yeah, it does drive. You know what drives me nuts is when the vegetables go to waste. Yeah. It's like, man, like why are we eating pop tarts and not eating this? Yes. It does drive me crazy. I was in Dearborn Farms the other day. I was a question for you cuz you like fish. Yes, I do. I do not. I really I'm trying to find a fish that I like. I have not done that except Salmon. for shrimp. I can't stand that. I think it's disgusting. Oh. Uh, but I was looking at this one fish 
It was like from Indonesia or something. I'm like, how the hell is a fish caught in Indonesia for sale in Homedale and still ripe? Like, it's still good to eat. Yes, great question. And it's just sitting there on ice. But it, you know how many miles it traveled in the air in a van? Like, how, what? Right. And then imagine someone purchases that seasons it, puts it in the oven, takes it out, and eats a little of it, and then... And throws it out. What? Right. They put all the work and money that went, yes. went to it. But explain that to me. I That I don't so know. that fish, let's say... So I was in the store on Friday. It was Friday or Thursday, maybe last week. It was Thursday. I'm in that store on Thursday, and I see this fresh fish from Indonesia. When was that fish killed and caught? Right. When was he caught? A month ago? I don't know. And how do they keep it fresh? They had to freeze them at some point. Like, at least if you're on an island, you know where the fish came right. from. You feel pretty good about that. Yes. You're in Florida. You feel pretty good about it. You're in Homedale, New Jersey, and the fish is from Chile. What? Yeah, how did it end up It's on there? a FedEx plane somewhere. <laughs> right, from Indonesia. In a big crate. Uh, all right. Yeah, and, very strange. And then, and then to think what that all cost to get there, and then how that is fish this? That fish should cost $77. Right. <laughs> yes. I was saying this, so uh, I started drinking almond milk, right? I was just, uh, I saw all these things about dairy and milk. I said, I could easily cut out milk. I only have it in my coffee. Right. I'm just going to start using almond milk. Well, then it's like, do you, do you know how much water it takes to make one almond? Whatever. It's, uh, I can't. Whatever. And if it is that I expensive. I don't know why you even pay attention to it. And if it is that expensive, just like you just said, how much does that fish cost? Why is an almond milk costing me $25? Right. It's $3. Instead of $2.99. It's the same as milk. Right, exactly. That's coming out of a cow. Because everybody exaggerates. That's why. They do. Yeah, I went to, you know that uh, Italian place down the Jersey Shore area, Joe Leone's? I don't. They have one in uh, Point Pleasant and one in Seagirt. Okay. So it's an Italian place. And Gina sent me a couple weeks ago to get fresh pasta from there and meat sauce. Okay. She goes, we need two containers of meat sauce. Now, their meat sauce, Jerry, because it's homemade, is $12. Right, sure. And I'm looking at it going, there's no way I need two containers of this. I right. need one. But I call her, double check, definitely need two. Get two of them, come home. Well, how much do we use? One. <laughs> Jerry, I could not let it go. Like, I could not. So that, that bothered you? Let it go, right. Well, this, you didn't waste it, though, right? Put it in the fridge, use it a couple nights later, no? Well, that's what she said she was going to do. But I also know when I see her put stuff in the fridge, like leftovers, mm. all that is, all that fridge is is a storage Got it. for the garbage. So they don't have you guys don't have leftover. Well, you know, you so then I week. I froze. I decided I'm freezing the, putting this in her freezer. Oh, good. And at some point, I will defrost. Smart. So she doesn't have leftover night like once I don't a know week. What, no, I don't think so. Because that's what we leftover night. It's funny that this was a topic today because it's something a couple weeks ago we discussed. That we're going to once a week, and we used to do this as kids too. We've oh, never, for sure. But we've never done it. And we're going to start doing it, or we have started, once a week, clean out the fridge night. Right. You're having turkey. Yeah. You're having chicken. Like where was one a couple, was it last week or the week before, where I made an omelet that had peppers and ham in it, heated up pizza for my little guy. Matthew had raviolis from a couple nights prior. And Kim wound up making a salad out of the lettuce that wasn't that hadn't gone bad yet with the tomato that was still ripe. And it was just like, we're looking at what we're eating. Like, what the hell is this? Yeah, you pieced but it together. But it felt good that every, we ate it. So Right, you weren't wasting. You we, weren't we being did not waste. There was no waste. So it was good. Yes, that's very important. What else did I write down here, Jerry? 
And I did it. Oh, I was looking on, uh, you know, it came up on the show, you know, Jessica Mendoza is no yes. longer the Mets consultant. And then Boomer was like, what about A-Rod? So I said, well, let me, I'm just going to go to A-Rod's uh, Twitter handle to see if he calls himself a consultant. Right. Which he doesn't. But on there, in his Twitter biography, it's like A-Rod, you know, World Series champion, da, 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 sure. Fox broadcaster. Text me at 305. Yeah, it says tech. Now, I don't know where that goes to. It's obviously not his cell phone number. Really? But he has some sort of He's thing got... where you could text A-Rod. But for what reason? Where? When's he answering these text messages? Did you send them one? No. You should send him one. See if he'll come on tomorrow. Ooh. All right. There's nothing, literally. Nothing going on. Nothing going on tonight. So text A-Rod. The Islanders play and the Nets play. Which brings me to my next topic. I'm glad you segued. Right. This is segued nicely. Today's program, we 100% took more calls for non-sports-related sure. things than sports. Right. Right. But we are a sports station. Right. If you were running this sports station, Jerry, would you say it is better to stick to sports or do what will keep listeners interested? I think my opinion is from 10 to 6, people are still looking for sports. I think from 6 and 10, people are looking for a release from it. I really do. That's why I like what we've done over the last 10, 11, whatever, however many years it is. It's, you know, you open with sports, and then you hopefully you take it in a different direction. But to be able to take it into a different direction, you have to have participants that want to be a part of it. I've sat in that chair where Geo has, and you try to bring something up, and if you get four blank faces or three blank faces, meaning you and Eddie and, and Boomer, man, you go nowhere fast. Right. But if you hit on something that all of a sudden interests you or Eddie, and Boomer is kind of engaged. Now you got a fun topic in a couple of segments, and the audience gets engaged. It's hard. There have been times I've brought something up off topic, and it goes nowhere. And you're sitting there like, all right, moving on. It happened last week with Boomer, where I was like, at one point, I'm like, all right, what else? Because he's just staring at me. And there's like, there's no reaction from anybody. And it wasn't, there was, I don't remember what it was, but it wasn't a joke. It was just kind of an off topic type of thing. And no one gave me anything. And it goes nowhere. Um, but when I think the show is good, it's exactly when it goes off the rail. We've always said that when the show goes off the rails, that's when it's fun. You get everybody involved. You get women calling, which is great, you know, but I do think, you know, between you hire these people to work between 10 and six, 10 AM and 6 AM for exactly what they are. They're lunatics. You know, I'm not, Sports so, lunatics. no disrespect to anybody. I'm really not interested. I don't think in Mark Malusa's talking to me about, you know, expired prescription medicine right it doesn't make any sense break down the games but it makes sense in the more for a morning show. i think it does because i think people are driving in they want to be entertained in a different way yeah so and that's good and then when stuff gets stale oh by the way the knicks you know you kind of fall back on it take it back to sports yeah i think you start with it i think you end with it and everything in between is a big jumble pile of crap right that's what i think i like that i, I think would like fun. that as a cat as a catch line sports Opening and closing with sports. Everything else is a big, how'd you Jumble say? Jumble pile of crap. Jumble pile of crap. Jumbled pile of crap. Six to ten mornings. Yeah, I think big that works. jumbled piles of crap. How bad do I sound, by the way? Uh, You sound congested. It's funny, as I'm not even congested. My throat is on fire now. Really? All the, like, everything's gone away. The body, I just, man, it hurts to talk. And when did that start? The throat part. When I woke up. So you thought you were getting better. And then yeah. you woke up and you were like, not yeah, better. I, yeah, I went to the doctor and got medicine immediately and I felt I felt fine yesterday. 20, 48 hours, I felt fine. Like, 
felt like myself. Uh, contemplated calling out of the Rutgers game, but I even said to my wife, like, why am I calling out? I feel like I'm better. Did the game, felt fine, drove home, was okay, laid down, woke up about 1 a.m. I'm like, oh, no. To pee? Yeah, but also, like, I could feel my throat. I'm like, you got to be kidding. So I drank a cup of water, which, whatever, feel throat feels raw. Right. And then the alarm went off, and I just felt like death again. And it's one of those things. Who am I calling at 3 a.m.? Right. Nobody. Who are you calling out sick to? Coming in, I, you know? So, whatever. I mm. don't sound that bad. That's good. No, you do not sound that bad. Uh, then I think we've talked about this before, but it's come up a couple times, and it came up again today on the Twitter. This whole idea of, uh, you know, sports radio does a lot of uh, a lot of sports betting apps uh, advertise here. Yeah. And it does rub some people the wrong way. Mm -hmm. But I wonder how different is it than, you know, advertising beer and alcohol, which people have a problem with abusing. Uh, There are other things, you know, like fast food. Some people abuse fast food. 100%. Is it? Is it, um, does it make sense to compare them or does it feel different? No, I think it actually is fair to compare them. And I think you can't, you cannot accommodate 100% of the audience. You just can't. Everybody's got different interests and different likes, different tastes, different opinions, and, you know, different things happening in their life. So for me, I've never been one that's had an issue with alcohol. I don't care if I see alcohol ads. I think some of them are clever, they're funny, and maybe I'll buy that bottle of tequila. If you're an alcoholic, you're going to be very sensitive to it. I get it. I've never had an issue with fast food. But if you weigh 415 pounds and you've had that problem, you're going to be sensitive to it. The gambling is the same thing. All of this stuff is the same. It's your personal experience. Everybody's is different. Right. You know? And yeah, I'll give you the one that, that I find very interesting, especially with a 15-year-old now, who I don't believe has done the vaping. I really don't. We've We've... You know, my wife's looked through his room a little bit, and we have a really good friend of ours who is a counselor in schools, and her job is about all this stuff. And she is usually ahead of the curve with how the kids are smoking and vaping now, how they're hiding it, these USB, th I mean, all these different things. We have a pretty good idea of what to look for. And, I mean, I, I, we don't think he's lying to us. Who knows? Maybe he is. I have no idea. But we don't think so. But you see all these commercials for all these vaping the jewels and all this stuff and all you're reading about is how it's killing kids and basically puts them on the path to tobacco it's like and yet it's still allowed to be advertised like that's goofy to me mm -hmm. it doesn't make any sense especially since they're marketing to kids really right so for me that one kind of gets me but not enough where i get crazy about it to me it's i'll come back to what i've always said i have to worry about my house if my son or both of them ends up vaping it's on us you we, got we screwed up you got to take care of your chickens you as do. uh well, that's Marshall money. and Lynn's money. We could take care of the house, the chicken house. So it was take care of your chickens was money. Take care of your mentals, your brain. Right. And then take care of your, there was something for body. Like, I don't remember. Keep your physical? Your physicals. Take care of your physicals. Your physicals. <laughs> keep. I suppose. Keep. What is it? Take care of your, yeah, take care of your chickens. Yes. Hmm. All right. So we're taking care of the chickens. Let me see if I have, if I wrote anything else down here, Jerry. What's called? No. No. We've covered it all. All right. Did you watch the Oscars at all or no interest? No interest. Me neither. I was also at the rack. Yeah, I have I no the interest. the Rutgers game. I don't, I don't, I just don't get into those shows anymore. Did you think uh, the Bobby Knight returning to Indiana should have been a bigger story? 
Or was it not but really? It was, I mean, I watched it. Yeah. Because I was on the couch all day. You, you have no idea how many games I watched Saturday. Literally from 11.30 a.m. all the way until about 9 p.m. when I went to sleep. It was game. It was pretty good. Basketball. I, I haven't done that in a long time. Yeah, it was mostly basketball. I did peek in on the um, the DC Renegade. DC Renegades? That's yes. Name? I watched the first half of that game. Um, but I watched a lot of basketball. And Bob Wischusen, old friend of mine, I actually texted him for the first time in years just because he did the game with Dick Vitale. Uh, I watched that whole coverage. Isaiah Thomas was prominent in it. I mean, I, the problem is it gets lost on a Saturday. Yeah. So, for instance, we talked, you know, like uh, Steve Peichel, the Rutgers coach, was on with Laurie Rubinson last night. Rutgers had a big win. That's great. Wonderful. So they're a story today because they played last night. Seton Hall had an amazing win Saturday at Villanova. We didn't even mention it today. Things get lost on the weekend. The Bobby Knight thing, I thought about playing some audio and I had it lined up for 8.30, but they didn't get to me every hour until 37, 38, because we were talking about other things. So I never played it. But, I mean, it was a big story. I mean, I don't, you know, whatever. What was the reason for it, though? It didn't, like, there wasn't an anniversary that... It was. It was the 20th anniversary of their, whatever team it was, the, I guess the 2000 team or something, um, or maybe the 30th. of the, I forget exactly what team was there, but they had a team reunion that he coached. Oh, now, okay. it's been 20 years since he was fired. He's never stepped foot in that building since. And so I guess a lot of those former players basically call, they wanted him back because he still lives there, which well, I found interesting. Well, they said he recently moved back. Then. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Okay, so he recently yeah. moved back. So that's the first time he was back in the building. They were cheering for him. He looked really old. He's only, he I think, 78. And I say only because some 78-year-olds are still working and look fit. And there's, He looked like he aged 30 years. I was really surprised how he looked. Yeah, and he didn't speak there, though. I don't think. He didn't speak. He spoke to the crowd off mic. Off mic. Yes. So he was getting them to chant defense, and he was yelling at them, and they were fired up. It was neat, you know? He was very awkward with Vital, though. He went over to Vital. He wouldn't shake his hand. It was strange. And then Vital's crying. I mean, it was it was very interesting. I yeah. did watch it. Kind of strange, though, that he lives in Bloomington now. Yeah. Like, like how in those small towns, to have a huge... Sure. Presence there. He's it's bigger than so life. Strange. There. Like, can he go to Home Depot in Bloomington? It's gotta uh, be weird. He can, but it's gonna be. Hey, Coach Knight. Hey, Coach Knight. Right. We'll go, Coach. Take Knight. a photo. Take a photo. And poor Archie Miller, the coach of Indiana now. He must feel like, well, what was this guy back for? Yeah. You know, but What's they played do? like, and they played like crap. Right. Saturday. They lost, and I guess he gave uh, Bobby Knight gave a pregame speech to the team. Oh, did he really? Which I, didn't <laughs> which I guess didn't do well. Uh, apparently not. <laughs> they did not do so good. No, they did not. So. All right, Jerry. The warm up program is next. That was done very well, unlike the Bobby Knight team. So, good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. New week. It's a Monday. Al Dukes. I hope you could talk a lot. You look like a cowboy. Pretty handsome. What's going on? Oh, hi, Jerry. Well, you oh, you can't speak today. You're under the weather. No, I'm speaking. Oh, you're speaking, but just not strongly. Not strongly. Not strongly. I have a Duke's voice today. Oh, and Rutgers won again last night. I heard Harris Allen say that. How about that? On my ride in. They did. They're undefeated at home. 16-0. and 0. At the rack, as they call it. Correct. When rack them. When are you going to come out? Um, I don't You'd know. You'd be a huge celebrity. Is that, that right? You would Well, be. I'm going to wait till it... Uh, Till they hit the pinnacle, if they're right. going to break some sort of record. They're or sold out be... now for the rest of the season. Oh. You're out. Oh, I could get in there, Jerry. I know uh, various people over at Rutgers. Name one. Jerry Recco, play-by-play <laughs> guy. I don't count. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Hobbs. Ooh, that's a big one. 
All right, you could get in. I'll just text Pat Hobbs. I'll he might say, even have you sit courtside with him. I want courtside <laughs> seats. Like I'm at a Knicks game. I want to be like a celebrity. I'm going to start the new celebrity, the D-level celebrity row at Rutgers games. Well, Todd Frazier was there last Todd week. Todd Frazier? I'll sit next to him. Okay, I'm sure that Pat Hobbs could have that could have that happen. All right, so let's do this. Let's wait till more celebrities are going to go like a Todd Frazier, and I'll go on that night. There's only a couple more games. And there. sit down. And then that way when they go, ooh, sitting at celebrity courtside, Todd, Todd Frazier. Frazier and a bald guy. <laughs> no. <laughs> Legendary radio broadcaster. Legendary? <laughs> wow. New York radio personality. That's my, how I'd like to be labeled. I want to move the microphone. Your head's swelling. <laughs> I want to be radio, New York radio morning show personality. Jerry, did you watch the XFL this week? Um, I actually watched a little bit on Saturday. You did? I did. Well, I was, I was on the couch all day Saturday. You were not feeling great. So what did you think? Great. Um, it was okay. There were a couple. I love the kickoff, to be quite honest. Okay. I that was kind of neat. People like the kickoff. I like the kickoff a lot. The game was the game. I, the broadcast is funny because the first, Carl, was it Carl Ravitch? He did the first broadcast on ABC on Saturday with, I think it was Greg McElroy. And so they go down to the field and they have the first on-the-field interviews. And I don't know who the, the uh, male reporter was, but he asked a really good question. Then forgot to put the microphone near the player's face. And you couldn't hear his answer. So that's a mistake. So that was a problem. And then Diana Rossini was the other reporter, and she asked a question that really wasn't a question, and there was no follow-up, and the player just stared at her. And it was as if, guys, you might want to pull it. So it got off to a rough start, but after that I thought it was fine. You know, is it the NFL? No. Was it but do decent we, football? It was okay. Do we need it? Do I, Listen, we don't need anything. I mean, well, we don't. are you going to watch it on a, on a crappy Saturday or no. Sunday? I might. I might. But but Am I going to be a diehard XFL fan? No. But we're in an era now of entertainment. Sure. Where there is so much we've never had more content to choose from in our entire lifetimes, Jerry. That is very true. There's uh, not only cable of course, which has been around a long time, there's Netflix and Hulu and Apple TV Plus. Well, I don't have that. There's a million things you could be watching. Should Amazon be- Prime, why would you choose you're a sports to watch fan. inferior football? If you're a sports fan and you're bored. But there's the NBA basketball, like I heard. What do you think the ratings would be? Terrible. They'll be okay no, no, this no. week I mean, and for, then terrible. For this weekend, right. Like, well, they'll they be said, good for Saturday and they, then they'll plummet. They said the first game on a- ABC, I did see the ratings this morning when I came in, 3.3 million. Okay. All right. That will be cut in half at Probably. least. Or a third. What do you think they need? for? Because I think... Like, the USFL gets a bad rap. The USFL was a good product. They had star players. Had star and it was players. actually pretty good until it got screwed up. But that was actually a pretty good league with big players. What do you think the XFL needs to stick around to where it would have a chance to create some sort of a fan base? Because it doesn't happen in you a would, week or a year. You would need, like, what happened with the XFL, uh, the uh, USFL, which is high-demand high players that coming out of college that's an option to go to the XFL. So Joe Burrow gets a big option to go to the XFL. Right, but it's I that's don't not know that gonna that happen. would ever be the case. Right. So that's what, I guess that's my question. Like, what do you think it would need ratings wise for it to stick around? Because if you look at golf's ratings, golf ratings aren't great, but they do enough of a rating that they can generate revenue. NBA ratings are not great, but they're good enough. You know, nothing compares to the NFL. Major League Baseball does not compare right. to the NFL. Nothing does. You know, hockey ratings are terrible, but it's a viable league. I just wonder, like, what number they have to hit 
to be able to stick around and not fold. I also feel like we do, we need a break from football. For some. I, I'm with you. I'm kind of good after 20-something yes. weeks of watching it. I have friends, though, that don't watch baseball, that don't watch they don't watch the NBA. They're hockey and football fans. They love it that they've got seven, eight more, nine more weeks of it before really they have nothing. But can't you also be a big sports fan and listen to sports talk radio and follow sports news without having to watch games on the weekend? Like, you could still be a big sports fan and and figuring out what's going on with the Mets, you where's can, Tom Brady going. But I do think there's a big difference between reading about a game and actually watching the game. But but college football here isn't even big. No, it's not. So because wh- it's hard to compete with the NFL. Right, for so- me, personally, I love the NFL. I don't and have never really watched college football on a consistent basis because I cannot dedicate all day Sunday and all day Saturday to football. It's too much. you got different things going on in your life. Right, so this is the time of year when you get your Sundays back. You do, but it's also a crappy time of year weather-wise that you're still kind of inside. That's why I think they've got a better chance right now than they would in April or May. When the weather gets good, it's kind of like the NFL. Because we're such NFL fans, we watch it in September. But there is no one out there that's going to tell me that when it's 80 degrees and sunny in September on a Sunday that you want to be sitting inside watching the TV. We do it, but I hate it. I feel like I'm wasting a gorgeous day. That's not the case this time of year. I saw two videos on um, social media over and over again from the XFL this weekend. One was the kickoff, like you said, just to show what the kickoff, how it looks different. The second was a guy at the line of scrimmage projectile vomiting. I did see that. Because he's not in shape yet. I I did see that. That was unfortunate for him. Like There are not even enough good players to fill out 32 NFL teams. We have so many terrible teams and terrible players. Imagine now doing a whole league of guys lower than that. I th- I think if you were on the field, you'd think differently. These guys are better than you're giving them credit for. But at- star power, no good play. I mean, they even they even uh, mentioned on Saturday the amount of players in that game Saturday that had been on NFL rosters. Like it's it's still the NFL. I mean, if you're good enough to be on a practice squad in the NFL, that's that's some elite level athlete. It's not Patrick Mahomes. You know, Matt McGloin does not. But that's what we want to watch. We want to watch Patrick Mahomes. I'm not arguing with you, which is why it's never going to overtake or be the NFL. But for people that want to watch football, it's an option for now. We'll see how long it sticks around. The other weird thing is, like, you know, when an NFL expansion team comes in and when you see them on the field, you're like, what is this logo? What is it? Now you have a whole league of what is this logo? What is this color? Eight teams of what the hell is this? Was it the Lizards? No, there's no way. What is it? Dragons. Dragons. No, the Vipers I was thinking about. The Vipers. Aren't they the lime green team? Yeah. That the uh, Guardians Tampa, Tampa Vipers. I did not care for those uniforms. They were terrible. The Guardians were fine. I thought the Renegades is fine. (laughs) Some of them were all right. Some of them were stupid. Like, I watched that 30 for 30 documentary on Michael Vick. A thousand times better than the XFL. Watch that if you love sports. You seem angry about this. I'm angry about it because... It's really amazing when you don't like something... No, 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 no. I don't like something. It's, It's... not going to exist in a year, so it's it not me not. not liking it. Might it might not. The only reason why I think it's got a chance is because the networks are behind it, and I feel like Oliver Luck knows what the hell he's doing. Here's what you say I get angry about stuff because I was very angry in the in the office this morning about things. I get angry. Oh, Shocking. I get angry at when all around me I see all of this terrible content acting like it's on the same level as other things just because it's, it's on ABC, it's on ESPN. Steve Levy was doing it. Who's acting like it's on any level? People. 
Who? What people? Just the fact that it's All on I've TV. Heard are people mocking it and saying, well, "Not terrible." Here's the here's the here's the right, big, not best terrible. compliment I've gotten. I've heard from the XFL this weekend. Not terrible. Okay, that to me does not sound like we're going to take down the NFL. I guess. Hardly. I just. I think it is what it is. I just don't know why people are so bored that they would watch this. In Coming an, from Mr. Boring himself. But I'm saying there's so much great content that you couldn't. For how you. Many, how many times do you sit in here, Jerry, and, and me and Gio be talking to us? Did you see this? Did you? And you'll go, when do you have time to watch all this stuff? Right. Who's watching the NFL? I, I have no idea. I Watch don't know. a good serial killer I mean, in documentary. All, right, in, in all fairness, and I'm not being a jackass, you're on a sports radio station. You live your life watching the ID channel about murder mysteries. Right. A lot of our listeners are going to give the XFL a chance because they're sports fans. But, you're not really a sports but fan. But, Jerry, watching the Michael Vick documentary is a sports fan. Okay. What do you watching say? You NBA, 23 hours. Watching NBA basketball is a sports fan. Right, but you don't watch the NBA either. I know, but I'm not saying for me. I'm saying for for sports people, for the audience. All no one's aside, watching Would this. you rather watch a murder mystery or would you rather watch a hockey game, a basketball game, or a murder baseball mystery. game? Uh, well, Mets or Yankees I would watch because it's local, but I'm not watching an Astros-Angels game. But you'd rather watch the ID channel. We have a lot of our listeners that would rather watch Astros-Dodgers. I disagree with that. Okay. I do. Well, we don't exist for ID channel listeners and and viewers. No, but we also don't exist for the XFL. If you sat here and did an XFL show, the radio station will sign off. Probably so. Right now, we don't know that. We have to take a break. We we have have to do baseball, Mets, Yankees, football. That's what WFAN exists on. If they try to exist on anything else, they don't exist. We'll complain some more. And then Boomer and Gio at 6 on the fan. All right, here we go. We got a couple. Of, well, we really no time. Knicks lost in double overtime. Rangers beat the Kings four one. You've got like three seconds, and he's not going to say anything. Boomer and Geo now. <laughs> 